Hi, I'm Allie Brill. And I'm Bridget Friel. And, and welcome, welcome back, back to another, another episode of a Laughing Matter Podcast. Spooky. You have lines? Ooh. Yep, we do. Spooky. <laughs> lines are here. Very good. Nicole's behaving. <laughs> good. Perfect. <laughs> They're not. Otherwise, she wouldn't be asking. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make sure that they stay in check. Okay, good. I, just, I don't even care if they're tamed. I just want them equal. That is what we're going even. for here. Yeah, I don't want them. We don't. I don't need Sleepy Joe on my left. Doing what Sleepy Joe does. Smelling children. <laughs> so I have no idea what that is, but I have heard people make this joke and I'm like, what a terrible, terrible thing to have said about you. Yeah, because there's Yikes. like a video of him like sniffing a little girl. What a fucking weirdo. <laughs> How can you defend this? <laughs> Unless it's like a newborn baby, like you know what I mean? Because no, they have like, she was a like specific... ten. Yeah, there's no way that you can justify that at all. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway, maybe she had really good perfume on. Who knows? As all ten year olds do. <laughs> I don't know. You're at a presidential event. Nay would spritz for that for sure. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Ooh. She has. She uses very wing princess actually. Ooh, I got that for her bougie. because I wish I had that when I was like her age. Yeah. Do you remember that? Nope. The very wing princess. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, is it the purple heart bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That one. Yeah. You're I remember Britney Spears had the pink bottle with the rhinestones the on it. Yeah. Yes. That I was recall very that one. popular. I remember they all smelled bomb too. All yeah. the celebs who had perfumes back in the day, like they were good scents. They were good. Like scents. the J Lo one. I know people that like still try to get that. Like, yeah. I think you know. I literally went perfume smelling recently, and they were all <laughs> trash. And I'm yeah. pretty upset about it. The Tom Ford ones that really let you yeah, down. Really let me down. Don't blame you. Yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Hello, hello. This week we have a lovely episode. A November episode it's like officially winter yeah um it did snow i know i'm thoroughly depressed about it me too i was not at all prepared oh my god not i wasn't prepared and james was like so so sad (laughs) like he felt so defeated about Uh, waking up and seeing snow knowing that he has to um trick-or-treat later that day oh yeah it almost snowed on halloween yeah yeah that's tough yeah rough i've never had to shovel for trick-or-treaters before but yeah here we are, Wisconsin life. Shout out. Um, this week, we have lots of things. We have a whole Atlanta brunch debacle that we're going to go through. I, oh can't, I can't wait to tell you about it. <laughs> have you heard about it? No? Okay. I, hopefully our listeners have. It's amazing. Um, we're going to go through that. Um, briefly touch on Matthew Perry. Um, R.I.P. Yes. Very much R.I.P. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills started. So we're very much. It's just funny. I got to touch on that. <laughs> we all know. Looks like you have something about Taylor Tomlinson. Yep. Amy um, Schumer. A little bit about New York Comedy Week that's coming up this week. Yes. And then we're going to do a spotlight segment on DJ Sandu. So buckle up. We have a lovely episode for you. Heck yeah. What's up? How was your week? How was your Halloween? Anything cool happen? No, we. I only got like twelve trick or treaters. It was like very 
sad. Really? Yeah. You know, a lot of people said um, on the internet today <laughs> that the same experience, like yeah, they hardly had anybody weird. and that it's like super common for people to just pick up and go to those rich neighborhoods. And, yeah. Like, people are learning. Else. Or them, I heard a lot of people are doing like the trunk or treating too. So they like go to an event and like oh, do the trunk sure. or treat type of thing. Yeah. Safer. I did that with my friend and her kids where they did like a trick or treating, like a downtown trick or treating thing yeah. where they trick or treated at businesses like the week before. Yeah. It's like so, a cute little thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, it was a bummer, though, like to only have a handful of, of kids. Did you see anybody that was like, that's the best costume ever? A little kid came dressed as a hammerhead shark. Oh, it was super cute. I love sharks. Yeah, he crushed it. That's cute. Yeah. I didn't see anything. James is a Packer player. I saw a lot of those. Um, nice. Classic. Well, let's see. Wednesday. Everybody Wednesday was Wednesday. Yep, yes. That's a big one. How many Kens and Barbies did you see? <sighs> Honestly? I don't really know. You, you know what? It was really cold. So everybody's yeah, kind of bundled. Yeah. So I didn't really see any Barbies. And it's not like we were out on the nightlife. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely going to be more of like a young 20s costume. To yeah. Be absolutely. Or T-Swift and Kelsey. Oh, yeah. I think everybody was that. Um, yeah. I wish I would have seen like more fun stuff. I have. I do love, though, that it is more common and more popular to do like a funny bit as a costume now. Yeah. Than like the skanky like. <laughs> We slutty outfits about, uh heidi klum's yeah costume. she's on the list she's on our list oh my god so she went as what a peacock she was a peacock and, and then she had other people like dress up as her feather so it yeah. was like an interactive costume yeah it was like a performance yeah and then her husband was an egg her her interview about her husband being an egg well, I was just looking at her chandelier and I saw an egg and I said to my husband, you're going to be the egg. <laughs> like, it's so funny. He's like a round white circle and his face is painted <laughs> all white, like including his mustache. Yes. And it's just so like and she's so elegant in this like skin tight, yeah. beautiful, like Model feathered, yeah. like, I don't know, bodysuit. Right. And then he's an egg. He's a full blown <laughs> egg. <laughs> it is amazing <laughs> just like i just i could not wait to show that to you because you thought oh that the worm was funny yeah <laughs> and i did also see a clip of the worm from last year <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a sperm that has just entered an egg and yeah. is like still like it's like little face is still sticking i feel out like he's bit. kind of smiling like it just seems like <laughs> humpty dumpty wow yeah <laughs> i love it um i also like what a supportive man's you know where yes. he's like absolutely babe you go out there you be the sexy peacock and i'm just gonna be the egg i died chris Vangola made a joke that it was like was it chris Vangola or maybe nick Val? i don't know somebody made a joke though that it was like yeah being married to heidi klum is probably amazing 363 days out of the year <laughs> but those two days where you just gotta suck it up and be some <laughs> random thing and for halloween <laughs> that's the price you pay i love that though i, I love think her she's... passion for it i know and i love that he just supports it absolutely yeah what a king yeah incredible <laughs> um hilarious that i really went out the the world heard me comedians heard me because i saw jared freed went on mm -hmm. stage in a costume like a full-blown i saw that uh, what was he a bee yeah it was something silly yeah. i think it was a bee and then your sister actually sent me another one I can't look Did because she? it's on there. But there was another comedian who um, dressed up. I think it was a ghost. It, like, yes. Okay. That's the Irish comic. His name is uh, Vittori. 
Angeloni. Nice. Okay. Um, but he's he's from Ireland, and he yeah he dressed up as a goat and di- a ghost and did like a whole bit about being a ghost. I love and it. He crushed it. He actually is on my list um, in hopeful spotlights in the future because he's Ooh. super funny. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. So lots of Halloween fun. It looks like. Um, do we see any favorites from celebs that you were like, wow, that's amazing. No, I didn't really pay a lot of attention this year except for the, the Heidi. Heidi Klum. I think the egg was the best. I mean, how do you beat being yeah. an egg? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Heidi wins. Yeah. Um, I think Courtney, Courtney went as Courtney Kardashian went as Kim from when she was pregnant with North in this like sofa dress. Like, that I don't know if so you guys remember funny. it was so funny, like way too hop on and make I, don't know, I love when make they the dress joke. as each other. Yeah. Like, wasn't it like Chris Jenner's last birthday? <laughs> like, they all went as different versions of Chris. My kids don't do shit like that for me. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, oh, so maybe funny. that's what I'll do for my 30th birthday instead. Like, require yeah. everyone to dress as different versions of me. <laughs> that's so good. I mean, like, that would just be the most flattering thing. I agree. Yeah. So good. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Halloween was a good one. It was a good one. I actually have a ghost story related to Halloween. Yeah. You want to hear about my ghost? I sure do. <laughs> so does my sister. <laughs> we're getting the thumbs up from Molly. We're, right what now. <laughs> scares me is that we're like in the room. So yeah, it's like the vibes are. are here and we never pay attention or think about that before um, we come in here every week. <laughs> should we like thank the gray man every week just yeah. to be like, thanks for letting us use your space? Yeah, thank you for this. Maybe yeah, you should I take him out of the closet. Kind of upset. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Dive into your story. I want to hear all about what he did to you. Okay, as you know, and I think some of our listeners might know because I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but I do yeah. have a ghost that lives in my house. I call him the gray man because mm-hmm. my first experience with him, he was in an all gray suit. Um, and he's super creepy. He tried to pull on my ankles and stood kind of like at the end of my bed and would just watch me. Um, and... He proceeded to hang around for a few months and he would kind of like touch my head or pull on my shoulders when I was like laying in my bed or he'd pet my dog. Um, and I finally had my sister come and she helped me sage my house and we were like, nice. you can stay, you can chill, but like, don't touch me. Yeah. Like boundaries. <laughs> yeah. And while all this was going on, Jacob, my fiance was like convinced that I was just crazy. He's like, you're just having sleep paralysis, blah, blah, blah. Granted, like I get where he's coming from with like the sleep paralysis thing, but I've never, I never before living in this house had sleep paralysis. And then when we moved out to like go open the other clubs, I didn't have any sort of sleep paralysis then, but then it came back when I came back. So it's like, we can't, it's the environment, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. There's obviously something here. Right. So anyway, Jacob has always said that like, I am just have sleep paralysis and whatever mm-hmm. well he was sleeping in this room one day um and he said that he woke up because he heard something and then he watched the gray man go into the bedroom where i was sleeping and he said that he just rolled over and went back to bed <laughs> <laughs> just left me to hang oh, out with the ghost no yeah it didn't even like in he his was brain like, he was like doesn't need to get up or like i think he was just like no, nah, I didn't see that. That's you know a, what that I mean? That didn't happen. Yeah. That didn't happen. Oh, my but God. But then he told me the next day, he's like, yeah, it was like really scary. And he was like, I think I like 1% believe you now. Oh, and I my was like, God. Okay. And so obviously we have like our ring lights in here for the right. recording and everything. Uh-huh. And my light on my ring light is kind of broken. So it doesn't work all the time. Mm-hmm. 
and I had it plugged in in here like two days later, two days after that incident. And it was plugged in, but it was off. Mm -hmm. And then we come home from dinner. Jacob and I come home from dinner and the house is completely dark, except for the ring light is on. And I was like, that's weird. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I told Jacob, I was just joking at first. I was like, it's the ghost, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, it's not. Shut up. But I, and I unplug it and it still is on. Oh my God. And (laughs) Molly's face. It like stayed on and then it blinked back on and then it finally shut off. And Jacob and I just booked it out of the room. We were like, no. Not happening. Not happening. Oh my God. No more like intense, like where he's like touching me or anything like that. But like I've definitely felt him like hanging around. He particularly likes to like hang outside my bedroom door. Okay. And then, yeah. So now, now the light thing. So he's definitely more active again yeah and this is kind of the time where he was super like this is the time of year where he was super active the last time like it's okay. always kind of coming up on the holidays no it's more of like thanksgiving oh weird like in early december yeah um so i think this is just maybe his time of year maybe this is when he died yeah or something something specific is there any yeah. way that you can figure out who like if anything like happened here um like death or like the woman who owned my house before me she actually like left me a list of all the different people who owned this house from the time it was built and i haven't yeah i haven't done any research but i feel like i should yeah but i'm a little scared because we do have this super creepy room in our basement where there's like no windows it's just like all brick yeah and i call it like the kidnapping room because it just scares me yeah (laughs) um and also my dog's at first, I just thought it was Pepper because sometimes he can be kind of weird. He like would not walk on the grass in our backyard. Oh, Front yeah. yard is fine. Backyard, no you way, won't do it. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, stop being a weirdo. But now the little dog Klaus will not walk on that grass either. Front yard is fine. Backyard, no. Oh, I'm convinced that there's a, like a body or something buried back yeah. there. I would yeah. look into seeing if, yeah, seeing who your person or like seeing who all your people were who lived here, and if it's like a guy who kind of resembles what you think you see. Oh. And then if there's photos or whatever, and then I'll like oh have to go to like the public library for that. Yeah, you're probably gonna have to like do a deep dive yeah. into <laughs> <laughs> what happened here. But oh my god, scary. Yeah. So the ghost is back. I'll keep you updated. Spooky. Spooky. And it's the mirror, right? Like it's the we think it's Yeah, I think that he's attached mirror. to the specific like antique type of mirror that came with the house. Yes. Like the previous owner didn't take it with her when she left yeah um and i saw it like immediately when we walked in and i was like that bitch is haunted yeah yeah and there's like a couple of other little things too where like i was painting above my bedroom door frame when i first moved in and there was like a pendant of like the angel of protection like Mm -hmm. the catholic angel of protection sitting above the door and i was like we'll just leave that there yeah just in case <laughs> yeah just in case for sure so oof Ooh, yeah okay <laughs> interesting we'll keep us posted yeah i will okay well i have been deep diving into this brunch in atlanta situation do you know who keith lee is no. have you ever heard of him he's a tiktok reviewer um he goes all over and he does honest <laughs> reviews on just random restaurants right okay which can be really great especially when you have a million viewers on tiktok mm-hmm. you can do a lot of good for a business this or a man, lot of bad yes okay so this man goes to this restaurant 
called The Real Milk and Honey in Atlanta. This is the one that I think really sparked it off this week. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes in there and he said that they were not able to place an order through takeout like normal. Okay. Um, it's too busy, whatever. I feel like that's kind of a normal rule on the sure. weekends. Like yeah, I can we could see that. See that. A rule. Yeah. And so like all the, apparently there's this entire restaurant though has a whole list of house rules. Okay. And what's even crazier is that this is not uncommon. Like all these things sound kind of crazy. Like you can't call in an order or let's see, let's just, I read saw them. there was one, um, cause I was looking at this screenshot here that you put in. I saw there was one where it was like, you can't stay for more than 90 minutes. Yes. I thought that was pretty wild. Let me see what else if I can get Like, this what big. if you're really busy and it takes an hour to get the food out? Exactly. So there's like, <laughs> there's so much that I don't agree with. The first one was, we guarantee great food. Everything else is left to chance. We try our hardest, so we really do. Uh, what? <laughs> first rule. And then the second one, we do not provide individual checks. However, we will allow up to three forms of payment. That one I agree with. That's cool. We don't need 20 people, tables of 20 all needing individual checks on a crazy Sunday brunch. You know what I mean? I mean, I I get what you're saying and I get like why they have that rule. But mm-hmm. also most of the modern POS systems, it's so easy to split a check now. Like yeah. it does not take much time yeah. now. I guess. Yeah. Depending that. on your system. Yeah. Um, 18% gratuity. I agree with that. No modifications to any part of the menu. I think a lot of people are gearing more towards that, but it's like also, I don't know. What it, yeah. you have to be, you have to be a little flexible. Like yeah. what if they're just like, I just don't like jalapenos, but I want this burger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That seems a little aggressive. The other thing that I noticed on this list was it says 18% gratuity added to parties of five or more, but then a few rules down, it says no parties larger than four. <laughs> So like the servers, it says like 18% gratuity, but then the servers never get 18% gratuity. So then does that mean like nobody is tipping because they think it's 18% gratuity? Yeah. Like what is happening here? You're kind of freaking yourself there a little bit. Right. So I don't know. I guess it says or on checks larger than 75, but still. Yeah. I think this one I really do like and wish more people would adhere to this. If we prepare your selected item to our menu specifications, we will not remove the item from your bill. Our entrees are not samples. Thanks. Have you ever worked at a restaurant where somebody eats half a menu or half a meal and then is like, oh, I hated it. That was the worst thing I ever had. And then expects you to like change it. Yeah. Absolutely. Every restaurant I've ever worked in. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's more common, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, that one's stupid. I think that is a very good rule. Yeah. And to have posted on your menu just to be like, hey, we're not going to play that game. Number six is no reservations unless you're Barack Obama. And this is funny to me because this kind of ties into Keith Lee's second restaurant that he goes to. Okay. He tries to get a table. Well, actually, let me start with what really happens at this place. Okay. The real milk and honey. So he goes in there and their hours say that they're supposed to be open till five. Mm -hmm. They get there at four o'clock. They walk in there after they're told they can't do takeout. And they're like, we're so sorry. We're closing early today for deep cleaning. If your restaurant says you're open until five and someone shows up at four, you're going to turn them away an hour early. That's bad yeah. business. I agree. You, I would Unless be so you have mad. previously posted on the door and on your social media accounts that you're closing early. If there was a specific thing. Absolutely. Yes. But that also should, bed, should have been said to whoever told this person that they can't do a takeout order. You know what I mean? I don't know. If someone was calling for a takeout, like, hey, can I do a takeout order? And you're like, oh, no, sorry, we're not doing that right now. Would mm-hmm. you actually still go out of your way to say... We also are closing early. Like if you you think that that's the end of the conversation. 
Well, I, I would assume that, that would if they're going to come in, I would be like, and just so you know, though, we are closing by four. So try and come in oh. a little bit earlier. Yeah, I guess if they said like, OK, then we'll try to come in. Yeah, I would say something. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it was. But whatever, they left and um, he basically couldn't get the food. And this place was like pushed on him forever. People rave about this place. It was a whole thing. And then the owners went back to respond and they were so sassy about it. They're like, Keith Lee, who I don't know, it was a whole thing. People are really up in arms about this because they're like the the brunch environment in Atlanta is yeah. insane. So this is a brunch place. Yes. Oh, it's bougie. All of the Atlanta brunch spots apparently have this like at or this. Brunch is the bougiest meal. It is, but oh my God, remember that you are a restaurant and the people that pay your bills are your customers. And if you don't treat them with any form of respect, it's crazy. It gets worse. Okay, so oh, then the no. next restaurant that he goes to, ironically, is owned by a housewife, which I didn't find this out till later, but Ooh. I love when worlds collide. Yeah. Um, so he goes in there and they were his wife and his daughter were sent in first. They're like, let's see if we can do takeout. They can't. Let's get a table. They go in there. They were told an hour and a half. He goes, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee then walks in because all of Atlanta is now prepared for this because they don't want to get a bad review because mm-hmm. it went viral what the milk and honey place did. He goes in there. They obviously are excited about it. They say five minutes. He is so pissed off about this. And he's like, but you just told my wife and my sister that this was going to be an hour and a half. Like, how yeah. did this just happen that I can get a table in five minutes? Yeah. He's like outraged by it. And it's like, oh, you're a good person. <laughs> but and then he said that he okay. will go to a different restaurant. And he's like, you're good. Can Keep I it to the play next devil's advocate, though? Like, you would be the shitty person. It'd be like, here you go. Keith Lee, here's the table in five minutes. No, but I can see like... Like, for example, if you're running the comedy club or whatever and you're like, you're super full, you're completely booked out. Somebody comes in and tries to buy tickets and you're like, no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I don't have a table for you. Right. But then freaking Dave Attell walks up with his buddy and is like, hey, can we get in? Like, I will add a table. Right. I'd just be like, to you get can stand over in. there. Because they should know Dave what Attell? it is. David Tell would not be an asshole and be like, give me a table right here. No, I don't think that they're being an asshole, though. Like, I think that if you recognize, like, this will be good for my business. Like, it's cool that you're here. We're Like, we're excited that you're here. Yeah. Let me, like, do my best to provide a good experience for you. And, Maybe like, it's different because this guy's a rev- like a critic. Yeah. Like, his, he, he promotes being, like, a random guy off TikTok. You know but what I mean? He's no longer a random guy off TikTok. Yeah, but he his point is like I want I go in there want to get a genuine review of how it would be like for anybody else if they were to go to this restaurant and he can't do that if he if everybody else is being told ninety minutes and then they're like here's five so I totally back I agree with him and I'm like yeah I, <laughs> I feel know. like that was a better know, choice I can just see it from like a a manager or like a business owner standpoint of like they might not know that that is his like need for his review. Like a genuine plate or a genuine, genuine experience, a genuine yeah. like they're just trying to be like, hey, thanks so much for trying to feature us. Let me see what I can do for you. She Candy you know did I mean? go online and was like, we apologize. We do try and give everybody, you know, whatever. We have a lot of support from the community. So this is why we're so busy. Yeah. Thank you for trying to come through. And that was fine. Yeah. But I also like if I was a person that was waiting an hour, you know, an hour and then yeah. this random guy just you don't know who Keith Lee is. Wouldn't no. you be pissed off if some guy you've never met and you've been waiting for an hour? But, but you know that's what, I mean? what I'm saying, though. Like, put yourself in in comedy club manager shoes. Maybe it's not David Tell. Maybe it's freaking. I don't know. Maybe it's Jim Carrey shows up. 
and he's like, hey, I want to see this comedy show. Can I like, can you just squeeze me in or like, yeah. like doesn't even say that. He's like, I want to I want to be here and see the show like you're going to go out of your way to get Jim Carrey into the show no matter what versus like some random person who just hopped on the elevator and then was like, oh, cool. Comedy club. Can I grab a table? It's just a different hierarchy of person within the business. It doesn't mean that we think Jim Carrey's life is more important than Joe Blow's life. It's just they mean more in this specific world. And so we're going to go out of our way to make sure that this person is treated well and make sure that like they view our business well because it not only is it going to be beneficial for them to have a good experience, it is going to be beneficial for the business too. It could. And it's not like we're giving this other person a negative experience. A lot of times when people are, are turned away or just told, hey, we have a wait, like you're still polite and you're still like, hey, come right. back another time. It's just that like if you're looking at it from a business standpoint, you I, think it's a, a no-brainer to make yeah, sure that they can come in. Absolutely. I see it to a point. But then my more humanitarian point of view is like, <laughs> no, that's super wrong. And you should treat everybody the same. I just think that that is not like a... That's not a viable point of view. <laughs> yeah, that's not a viable thing in today's business world. I suppose. But he made a point out of this restaurant. And I'm like, go for it. Like, And he really did. And he stirred it up. Um, so I just thought it was so crazy. And all of these people in Atlanta are just, they, everybody has an opinion on this. And I didn't realize that it was this crazy. (laughs) I did not realize that brunch vibes down there were so insane and everybody just says it's out of control. So I just wanted to talk about brunch restaurants. They either need more brunch. I mean, Atlanta's huge. They got like three downtowns down there. Like they are, <laughs> they are ginormous. Business and booming is booming. Let's move to Atlanta. Open well, some brunch spots. Apparently, it's the place <laughs> to be. But oh, yeah, a lot of these people were just really pissed off, and they're just like, "And you want to know why we don't go here? And we're gonna go support the other place that we can get into, you know, within a reasonable time, and we can, but you know, isn't it a business's speak- fault that they're popular." Is it a business's fault that they can't I think be a, a giant building that says we guarantee great food, everything else is left to chance is a rough way to start yeah, a rule Yeah, I mean, list. I, don't, I don't agree with like the whole milk and <laughs> honey that's thing crazy. the rule list. That's insane. I'm just saying for someone to be upset that there's like an hour and a half wait, like... No, it was I just get that, that his wife and daughter were told one thing and then he can come in I know, and but it's for completely the other different. to be like, well, we're going to go support places where we can get in. I think it was just an interesting point of view to be like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to wait 90 minutes for, you know, even more for some food and then be told this is the rules you have to abide by. It's just yeah. like, holy fuck. The rule like, list is wild to me. And I, I have seen multiple restaurants have things like this. And like sometimes there was one that I saw, too, that was like one of the rules was like, don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this one has a rule that it. says, like, be nice, like. Yeah, that's fine. Word it nicely. Yeah. Like if you're that aggressive on your rule list, don't be an asshole. Yeah. And maybe this is like a Probably whole not a vibe for me. Maybe this is like the result of people being real classless in, you know, especially out COVID yeah. people like forgot how to act, I think, for a little bit. So yeah. maybe this is a result of that. It also kind of feels COVID like with the rules. So maybe they just kind of <laughs> tapped into a way of living down there and COVID really put stuck some with rules it in place. Yeah. It allowed businesses to set some standards, yeah, I feel like. Set really some boundaries. Did. Yeah. <laughs> and they did just that. Yeah. So good luck to wherever else Keith Lee makes it to. Yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> 
Okay, well, let's go into one of your things, and then we can okay. tap back into mine. Um, it was recently announced that Taylor Tomlinson is going to be the new host of a CBS show that's coming out in early 2024. It's called After Midnight, and she's going to be replacing the midnight time slot that was the Late Late Show with James Corden. Nice. How cool is that? Good for her. That's a good, good for her. That's a good gig. And I feel like you don't see a lot of female late night hosts. So I'm Not really, yeah, I'm really excited to see how that goes. Like it's been like what since it's been a few years, like maybe Chelsea lately. That's the last was person like that the was last coming to mind. One. Yeah. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea lately Handler was on Chelsea lately. Yeah. It's the last one that I can think about or think of. Um, so I'm really excited about this. Uh, the show is getting produced by none other than Colbert himself. Um, so that's super exciting. I feel like he's like a late night king. You know what I mean? Like he's like the king of talk hosts. Definitely. Um, so I, I'm super excited about that. It sounds like it's supposed to be really similar to an old CBS show called At Midnight, which was like a late night game show. Fun. So I don't know if hers is going to be a game show or a talk show or what. Um but I think everybody should look for that coming up in 2024. Um, it's going to be on CBS on cable. And then it sounds like it's also going to be on Paramount Plus. Nice. So Very check cool. it out. Watch for her. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This week has been kind of crazy in the news. Um, speaking of other sad news, Matthew Perry passed away this week, as everybody knows. R.I.P. So R. I. P. sad. Jacob so actually woke me up from a dead sleep to tell me. Oh, and I was God. devastated. I said, you should have just let me sleep through this one. Yeah, it was so sad. It yeah. was he it was so young. Fifty four is not old at all. No, oh my gosh. Um, Six so years devastating. younger than my mom. Yeah. Oh. That's devastating. Yeah. He um I think they're doing a lot of investigating at this point, time yeah. kind of seeing just because of what was on his Instagram and what was on his Instagram. It just a lot of posts that kind of seemed as if a relapse perhaps may have happened oh, and really? like yeah and it's just really devastating all the clips that you're seeing of him now that were like i don't want to be known just for friends i want to be known for what i've done for people and he did so much for um people that struggle with um you know drug and alcohol so really yeah he did like gave up his home for to make it like a men's uh what do they call it like a halfway house halfway house type of thing or like a um like a recovery home yes yeah Yeah. exactly that in malibu or something so wow yeah that's incredible he did a lot of those things but of course, we and it's all. It's just so sad. I feel like how they found him too, right? Because they he had drowned in his hot tub. Is yeah, and there was correct? a lot of photos of that on his Instagram too. So there were um, photos of him, yeah, drowning or just his hot him in his hot tub, and then oh. he would like continuously call himself Matt Man, like Batman, but like Matt Man, and so it just kind of seems like some. I don't know mental illness in a little bit, sure. like kind of gives, uh, yeah. Yeah, because I know that they were reporting that they did not find any drugs on the scene. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Very sad, though. How that comes back. It's very reminiscent of um, this great man right here. His death. Bob Saget. Uh, Bob Saget, where he died in a hotel room after a show in Florida. And so it like they had to investigate before they could officially say like drugs and alcohol were not involved. And oh. I feel like that's where we're at with yeah, um, with what's happening right now is like they just don't know either way and yeah. kind of waiting on a response. I think yeah, I think also they'll probably wait it out. It wasn't his like not there was zero foul play. Like he was mentally Correct. well and like yeah, he it all was just things. like brain issue that like, he like fell and then it. I don't. Know, I thought it was a heart attack. Oh, 
I could be completely wrong. We should look it up. Yeah, I thought it was like a brain aneurysm or something, and then he fell, and then it just like came back later. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But both sad, regardless. I loved Friends. Were you a big Friends person? I was. Molly says it's one of her core memories waking up in the middle of the night when I was in high school to the because I would listen to my um, my parents had it on DVD. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at menus, it would just play the theme song over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he did. He died as a a result of blunt head trauma. It says per official autopsy report, Bob Saget died. Oh, head trauma. That's sad. That is very sad. I actually saw a, this is a side note, but... Um, I was also big into Full House. Love yeah, that show. Yeah, I have a Dave Coulier story. <laughs> um, I was I saw some, uh, who's the other guy? Jesse, Uncle Jesse, Uncle Jesse. was saying something about how um, the day that Dave Coulier, uh, you know how he dated Alonis Morissette? And then yeah. she like made that very famous song on Jagged Little Pill about him. Yeah. And the day that he heard that song on the radio and was like, oh, this is Alanis. And then he went to the store and bought the album and was like, he called John Stamos and was like, um, I think this like album, I think this song is about me. And John Stamos was like, no, she didn't write, fucking write a song about you. <laughs> and he was like, no, really? Yeah. She sucked my dick in a movie theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can you imagine just like ch- just chilling in your car listening to the radio and a song written by your ex comes on and you're vibing and then you're like, this is this about me? me? Is this play about us? <laughs> I would be shit. so honored. Uh, it goes back to last week. Would you be hype oh, about yeah. being on stage? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty sure I feel like Dave Coulier would be like, okay. But he didn't realize yeah. that he had hurt her that much. And so he was a little bit shocked by that. But like, Aww. regardless, he made a great song and it makes a funny story. Yeah, it is a great song. <laughs> Total hit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Into happier news. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about the New York F- Comedy Festival. Uh, it's this week. It's 10 days long. This is the 19th oh. annual New York Comedy Festival. Nice. Um, headliners. We're, they're always going to have some big handliners. Um, they have Dave Attell, Anthony Jeselnik, Bill Burr, Michelle Wolf, um, and Margaret Cho. Yeah, I think it would be so fun to go to one of these New York comedy weeks, though, because it's like they have different. It's essentially like Mile of Music here, where it's like all the different like bars and comedy clubs hosts nice. different shows, so you can mm-hmm. just kind of like pop around to the different places. Yeah. Like how fun! I think that that should oh. be a goal for us in the podcast in the coming years to Let's, like go there. Yeah, I want to go to any. I've never even gone to like the Madison one. We should definitely go. Yeah, to more maybe of those. we should hit that one first. Yeah, see what's up with <laughs> it's those. A little closer to home. Yeah, I think. I mean, I see like little. Uh, I don't know, like Facebook in, or event pages for yeah. little ones around here that people are throwing on too. So we could we could probably hit a few this year. Yeah, let's do it. I think mm-hmm. it would be so fun. Speaking of shows coming up, Sandler's and like. A week. Literally next week. How exciting. I know. I need to get an outfit for it. (laughs) Get an outfit. Just wear basketball shorts. What are you talking about? Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) I'm going to make it like, like I'm not trying too hard, but like Adam Sandler-esque. I'm going to go full Adam Sandler. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to draw a beard on them. (laughs) (laughs) Like some stubble. I love it. Wear a mustache. (laughs) See, Molly loves Uh, the idea. I love it. Uh, I'm so excited I can't it's like it really came up quick I feel like I know it is literally in yeah we got to talk about logistics of this yeah for sure yeah remind me before I'm gonna make a note actually (laughs) so we can talk about this today we have to write everything down or we're gonna forget it 
ADHD. <laughs> Seriously. Even if I write it down, if it's not in the right place, I will still forget it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Let's get into our spotlight segment. Our first spotlight. I'm yes. so happy. I love it. I love who you picked. Um, I think he's a perfect person for our... kick it off with. Absolutely. We yeah. both really enjoy him. Yeah. I'll let you take the reins. Um, so we are going to spotlight one of, I would say, Home Club's favorite comics, oh, DJ yeah. Sandhu. DJ. Um, shout out to DJ. Uh, he came to Home Club for the first time with one of his best friends, right? Yeah, Miles, Miles Weber, Weber mm-hmm. who also is another great comic. And he yeah. recently released a special on Dry Bar. Oh, nice. I think, I don't know how recent it was. Maybe within the last, like, two years. Um, Which is funny, because he's actually not that clean of a comic. So I was pretty surprised that he had a completely clean, yeah, yeah set for Dry Bar. Good for him, yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. Um, DJ is just super fun to work with. He always makes a point of like remembering everyone's name yeah. and like he's very clear that he's excited to be there he's very clear that like he's like just is always overjoyed i feel yeah. like to like be there and see people and to hang out um which right. just makes him like really memorable and it also like those are the comics that make me feel good about running a club yeah you're like mm-hmm. oh i'm doing a service for all these people that are coming to see comics but then like when the comics are like fun and grateful too you're like this is this really is cool. what's worth it. He was part of, yeah, he was one of my, one of my most fond memories of home club just because he would, this, everything you said, he would be excited yeah. to be there. He would make sure that he came and said hello to all of us. Yeah. He clearly remembered what it was like when we would go out last time or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he would we just make it a point. Yeah. We went out with him in miles. And it was so early on in our career at yeah. home club that it was just like, oh great. We look forward to seeing you every year. Yeah. And he would come back and it would just be, it was great. And he was the first person whoever, uh, who gave the rule. Don't ever sleep with the staff. Yeah. I thoroughly remember <laughs> this. And I don't know if it was because they had a story specifically. I don't, I don't remember. Or if they knew somebody, I think it was, they knew somebody who slept with somebody on staff and then that, that person came back and was like manager and i think that they oh, the girl was right. like yeah the girl was like put in maybe a joke or something and then that comic never got booked there again yes. because clearly because then she was the manager at a club and then the comic you never like, know <laughs> <laughs> you never know don't sleep with this app don't sleep or with make the fun staff. of them <laughs> yeah no kidding. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. So he is just, I don't know. He has one of the best. Um, he has that energy that just when you, he walks into a room, he changes it and yeah. he just, I don't know. He's a. I feel like great I don't want to say he sucks the energy, but like he focuses it mm-hmm. onto himself, which I think is such a great skill for a performer to have. Yeah. You know, he was made for this for yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he is a performer. Such a great job. I mean, I would definitely say that he is like an R rated comic. Yes. Um, most of the time and a lot of his material is fairly dark yeah um, so <laughs> yeah he's probably not gonna be the comic for your grandma no but like if you're under 60 i think that you'll enjoy his his stuff absolutely um yeah he also was this kind of ties into it's not gonna be the tip but he is so good at staying relevant in a booker's mind without being like overbearing Mm-hmm. For an example, like he would always email just to like check in and just be like, hey, what's up? You know, and then especially he would what I really, really liked is that he would email when he knew he was going to be around our area. Yeah. And just say like, hey, I'm in town. Mm-hmm. Just checking in. If you have anything, let me let know. Me know. 
Yeah. And this is so great for a booker because it gives me like a specific time frame to look at. And it also allows me the opportunity to offer you something that maybe I would not have thought to do so. For right. example, like a one nighter. Like I'm not going to ask because he's based in Vegas. Yeah. So it's like I would never ask him to do a one nighter just off hand. Mm-hmm. Um because I wouldn't expect somebody to fly from Vegas to travel right, that for far. a random. Thursday but like, if I know you're already going to be in the area and I have a Sunday open, yeah. well, hey, do you want this Sunday? Or even like, if I have a showcase going on, hey, do you want to close out this showcase? Absolutely. Um, so that's always a good tip. I feel like for comics who who travel, like if you know that you're going to be within an hour or two of a club that you like, make it work for to, you. Yeah, like reach out to the booker and just Shoot like, hey, I'm going to be around for this week or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you have anything open, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel that's like that's great. such a good way to also stay relevant again in a booker's mind of like, oh, hey, they reached out like a couple months ago. I couldn't get them a spot. Um, but like I have this open. Maybe they'll want to come through for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I always really liked that about DJ. Yeah, he was a, a real traveler, too. He is always somewhere else. Oh, my I think gosh. He, he is like the epitome of a road comic. When I exactly he's all he lives in airports. Pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, he's also leaving Vegas. I just was stalking he his Instagram. Is? And he Stop. had a post. Where's he going? I don't know. It didn't say. But he just it was like a thank you to everybody in Vegas. And like he's just moving on. And that was like an August post. So wow. I, I really don't know where he went. Really? Maybe he went back to Sacramento. I don't know. Ask him. Right. Because he was originally from Sacramento. Is yeah, that correct? I think him and miles were both from there yes that makes sense um but he is going to be in vegas yeah this november week. 6th through the 12th it looks like he's doing the la comedy club so if you guys are in vegas um check out the la comedy club yeah. and see dj go check him out for sure um i actually have a little clip of his pulled up that i want to play just so we can give the fans like a taste mm-hmm. um so let's get this started Boom, boom, boom. Jesus was white. <laughs> he was, Jesus was white. I'm tired of that argument of he was black or he looked more like this because white people didn't live in the neighborhood yet. He was white. He had to be. He wore sandals everywhere he went. <laughs> Yo, that's a white guy thing to do. He's so funny. He's so funny. I love DJ. Yeah. So check him out. Um, Tune on and go follow him on all of the things. Yeah, follow he's um, at DJ Santu 20 mm-hmm. on both Instagram and TikTok. He posts uh, clips on both TikTok and Instagram pretty often. So he's definitely worth a follow. It's not someone that you would follow and forget about. Yeah. Um, so he's really great about using the social medias. Yeah. Yeah. He does fun little like skits and stuff too. So yeah. Check and he out. is definitely a Halloween costume comic. Yeah. He always has great costumes on Halloween. I don't know if he dresses up at his shows, but I definitely see him posting in costumes all the time. He had a whole bunch. Yeah. So, yeah. He's a hoot. He is a hoot. Um, Extra industry tip Um, stop by if you're around. So, I think this kind of goes off of what we were just saying about like, let a booker know if you're in the area. Like, if you're close by to a club, just pop in. I just feel like that's such an easy way, again, to be like, hey, I'm a person. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> you know, part of like this. Stay relevant. And like, again, doing it in a way where you're not just like constantly sending dates, asking for bookings, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But you're just reminding the bookers and the managers like that you're there and that you're available. Yeah. You know, so if you're driving through, it's a Wednesday night, you know, it's open mic. Just pop in. Say what's yeah, up. It's fun. Have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of harder, I feel like, for people up here in the Midwest because not that many people are just 
coming Absolutely. through our town. But Absolutely. every but so often. in bigger cities, like um, when I was at L Club, mm-hmm. um, people would come through. They yeah. would drive through to go to more southern places. Right. And a lot of people would just stop in just to say, like, hey, what's up? Or, like, see who's what's performing. What's going on? That's a good one. Yeah. Cute, cute. So sap? Yeah, let's go into sap. I have lots of sap this week. Mm. Well, it's actually, yeah, really just had a good week. Um, there is this, <laughs> there's this bakery that I've been trying to go to for like a year, mm-hmm. maybe like six months, but they were sold out all summer long. Like you have to pre-order in order to get these donuts what? and they're in Sheboygan. Yeah. So it was like this whole <laughs> adventure. Do you think and... it's the food critic guy asked for some donuts that he'd get them faster? <laughs> Maybe (laughs) (laughs) they sell out though. So who knows? But I just, I am. So we have a bakery up here where we live um, called Manderfield and they are the best bakery that I have ever experienced in my life. They have the best donuts I've ever had in my life. Really? Wow. Your eyebrows. I'm feeling (laughs) personally offended. (laughs) Molly, I I can feel it too. The danishes, the donuts, they're so creamy. They're delicious. They're never dried out. They're the best. Um, these were not it. They were cute. They were fun. They were <sighs> They're visually pretty. Yes. well presented. I feel like that is such an issue with places today. Like, yes, it might make a very cute Instagram post, but it might not but taste the best. Delicious? But is it delicious? Yes. Yeah. Very sugary, very sweet. Um, but it was fun regardless. We went down there and um, it was like right by Lake Michigan. So we like took a cute photo and... Just had a fun little day trip with the kids. So That's so nice. All in all, it was fun. But yeah. I love that you're just like, let's drive all the way to Sheboygan just to get some donuts. Yeah. You know, I kind of <laughs> thought about doing Door County. Did you have to but like go on a wait list or did you just like happen to make it there and they had some? I happened to be on Instagram the week before when they said pre-orders are open. Go ahead and do it because they also will only have so much pre-orders that okay. they can allow. Yeah. So I was like, okay, why not? This is a, this is we have this weekend mm-hmm. before winter hits. I want to get this done. Yeah. I want to experience this. So we did and it just all worked out well. But yeah, you have to like kind of figure out their time slots. And this was like on a Wednesday to pick up for Sunday. And so it, it wasn't worth it. Do you don't think? Not if you're coming from Appleton. Molly says do it for the plot. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Do it for the plot. What does that mean? Like do it for the story? Okay. (laughs) Live your life. It's the YOLO. It's the modern day YOLO. It's the modern day YOLO. (laughs) Got it. YOLO back in our day. Yeah. YOLO. YOLO. (laughs) Do you know what that means, Molly? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah, feel as old now. Okay, so yeah, yo yo yolo for donuts. Um, it's do it for the plot now. (laughs) Do it for the plot. (laughs) I love it. Um, what is your sap? Um, I I got my hair cut. Yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, I I cut all my hair off. I feel like I do this every couple years where I like chop it off, but I haven't Mm -hmm. really done the bang. I got bangs. Yeah. I swear I'm not going through a mental breakdown. No, I, I mean, love maybe it. I am. I also rearranged my room at like 9 p.m. No, a few nights that's ago. That's like but... recharging. We're in Scorpio season. We just got re- This You're is right. the time. This is the refresh. Scorpio moon's right here. Mm-hmm. And I feel do you, you don't have any Scorpio in yours, do you? No, mm. I don't think so. But we have bonded on our Scorpio moon. Virgo vibes. Interesting. <laughs> She's a cancer. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with Capricorn energy, which I feel like that's it. <laughs> I'm just a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's just a baby. Uh, um, but yeah, it is very cute. Thank you. I feel like it really um fits my personality yeah. and my tiny little head. Yeah. Um so yeah, I was very excited about getting my hair all chopped off. I love it. 
Did you do a whole spa day or just um just cut it off? It. it was just kind of in the middle of like of running errands, she, okay. and it was so fast. My hairdresser is great. She just like I was like I think I want to cut it to here, and she was just like okay. Oh. And she was like can't change your mind. Oh my god! <laughs> well, at least it looked good. She knew it was gonna be. No, she's a great. Win. She's a ten out of ten for sure. Love it. So yeah, well, cute. Yes, love that. All right. Well, perfect. Well, thank you for joining us on another week of a Laughing Matter podcast. As always, follow us on YouTube, Instagram. Where else? Yeah, are we? hit us up on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube it's so sure. fun to watch the episodes because I think it's more fun. It turns out that we're very visual people. Yeah, <laughs> we. I feel like we struggle to explain things in words. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> what did you say about Lunell or whatever? How she like silently like. Yeah, acts. she does her silent acting out yeah. stuff you really I gotta like that's us to view us to get our vibe, vibe us. so <laughs> like us subscribe all of the above yep. um and then go write our podcast on, on spotify yeah or wherever and remember if we get 100 listeners we're gonna do the open mic people i feel like a <laughs> lot a lot of people really liked this idea i got we got some some feedback for i'm that. gonna work on a set yes we are we have to <laughs> because what the I can't just go up there and be like, okay, guys, want to hear about Beverly Hills? Like, let's talk about Kyle and Mauricio. No one cares about that. Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I really have to work on our writing. I love this, though. I think it's really going to open up our creative side, which um, Me I too. really I think it'll give us a into, good insight, too, on like what it's like to be a comic. What it takes. We're going to go cosplay write. comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we secretly just become them and are more famous than all of you. Wow. <laughs> okay, just kidding. We're very humble. Yeah, very humble beans. Okay, well, great. <laughs> we'll follow us and we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.